Hi, you're listening to a podcast brought to you by the teaching team at New Life in North Lincolnshire. New Life is committed to helping transform people and transform places through the love and power of Jesus Christ. We hope you, in some small way, will be blessed and transformed by this message. church it's been a bit of a sister Sunday I feel we've done a lot so if you're sick of our faces I'm sorry you've got a bit longer but it has been a pleasure to serve with my sister I go back to college tomorrow so it's been honestly a beautiful last Sunday to spend with Elena on the stage having crazy fun which is what we like to do so love it love you okay lovely my preach this morning doesn't really have a title but if it did it would be moving up September feels like a fresh beginning almost like January just not as cool and I think it's very um fresh it's, it, it brings a new vibe summer's finished officially well has it finished officially yes mixed mixed here everyone's a bit confused but I think summer's finished. It's colder anyway. I need a jacket on. So summer's finished. Um, And we're going into schools. I go back to college. You might have started a new job. Maybe you just feel like it is a new season in your life. So I'm going to be talking to you about moving up, if that's okay. Lovely. I don't know if you've ever felt like the odd one out in a situation or a party or a group environment but I have. I have definitely felt that. So when I was 11 or 12, we moved to Solly Hull. We left Elena behind in Rotherham and we moved to Solly Hull and I didn't know a single person, no one. And I had no friends and it was a new school and I was like, I know, I need to look my best because if I look my best and I'm going to make so many friends, everyone's going to want to be my friend because they'll think, wow, she's really coolly dressed, so she must be cool, even though we were all wearing the same thing because it's uniform, but still I needed to look the best and so me and mum, we went around shopping it was a really cool tie, it was like five different colours clip on so I don't know how to tie a tie, hence the tie and um, literally got all the uniform, got a lovely skirt for PE, it was, I loved that skirt, and uh, had it all sorted and my mum bought dazzling white socks beautiful knee high emphasize the knee high and uh, I said I really don't want to wear these mom I don't I think I'll look weird and she said it says on the letter you have to wear white socks so I thought well at least they're dazzling at least they're knee high I will be noticed this will be great this is going to be amazing so she drops me off and I remember pulling them up as as high as they could go so I was like everyone's going to have knee-high socks on so I want to look cool so I remember forcing them up and they got to about here because I've got very long legs so I got to about here and uh, I walked into school and I couldn't I couldn't see anyone with white socks on and I thought maybe it's just year sevens that wear white socks so it'll be fine so we're all lining up in a, for assembly and I was at the front because my name begins with B and my second name begins with A so no matter which way you do it I'm at the front and I turn around and I'm taller than everyone in my line and I'm like no that's embarrassing but it's fine keep moving keep going and no one had dazzling white socks on everyone was wearing tights well all the girls and I was like 
Okay, no, it's fine. Maybe it's just my tutor. Maybe we got the wrong letter. I don't know. So we went to tutor, and this is all around 10 o'clock in the morning, and the deputy head came to my classroom for tutor to check everyone's uniform. So we're all stood there, and you have to stand like this, and we're all stood there, and he comes round, and he walks in between the rows, and I'm near the back, thankfully, and uh, he comes over, whispers in my ear so everyone's staring at me and just goes white socks are not allowed I wanted the ground to swallow me whole swallow me swallow me whole it was 10 o'clock in the morning when he said this and I had the whole day of school left to go so I I managed to you know last the day I kept doing this when I was sat like pulling them down like don't look at my socks make them dirty get them off me but I had clean shoes on it was a mess so I got home and I said to my mum mum you read that letter wrong I'm not allowed white socks and I was wearing white socks and now no one's gonna be my friend and she was like it's fine no one will have noticed (laughs) I can tell you they did they did notice and if they didn't I definitely did. But in that moment, what was overwhelming was a fear of insecurity. I felt really like put onto onto the stage, like everyone was looking at me. I felt really like um, just odd one out. I just was like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. This is awful. I did get tights and I did go back to school. Don't worry. And I did make friends. So we don't need to panic. But that was a time in my life when I felt really insecure. Now, the definition of insecurity will help us. It says, uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, which is definitely what I felt in that moment, and a lack of confidence, which is definitely what I had in that moment. I have forgiven my mum since. Don't worry, she's a great mum. She didn't do that to me again, but I have never worn knee-high white socks since. So... Philippians 4 verse 6 to 7 says this, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In other words, give your insecurities to Jesus. Give the white socks to Jesus. So I'm just going to invite Dan up because I'm um, a visual learner. So I love a good illustration, and it is a family service, so why not have an illustration? So Dan, after he's cleaned his face, he's got got more to do. Let's give him a round of applause. Beautiful. Just stand there for me, Dan. Beautiful, beautiful. I just want to be clear before I do this, I'm not putting any of these insecurities onto Dan. I'm not saying there are Dan's insecurities, and this isn't a platform to make fun of Dan. Okay, fantastic. (laughs) Okay, lovely. Okay. I've got some lovely shoe boxes here. It's lovely, isn't it? Anyway, um, so perhaps we go through life and we collect things and we pick up things that we were never meant to pick up. And in that moment, I picked up an insecurity. Now, perhaps your insecurity might be age. Lovely, because you might be too old, too young, not good enough to um, dance like we did at the front, like this was a cool dance. Maybe you thought you were too old to do that or not cool enough to do that. Or perhaps your insecurity is that you think you're ugly. 
You've got a lot to carry. Are you going to be all right? All right. Perhaps you think you're really ugly because you're comparing yourself to other people. If I compared myself to everyone, probably wouldn't leave the house. But perhaps that is your insecurity. Perhaps your next insecurity is body image. Maybe you think too fat, too skinny, not strong enough, weak, uh, small. No, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't mean to point at Dan. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't. I actually didn't. Um, maybe your insecurity is intelligence, which is spelt correctly. Thank you. Maybe you don't think you're smart enough, or you didn't get very good grades at college or uni or school or in your SATs or whatever. Maybe it is your intelligence. And the last one, it's got a candle in it to make it heavier. Where do you want it? Okay. You all right? That's the point. Lovely. Okay. Okay. I got it. Got it. Okay. Maybe the last insecurity that I've got is enough. And that might not make sense. But I often find that when I'm insecure, it's because I say things like, oh, I'm not a good enough singer. Or I'm not pretty enough. Or I'm not um, like smart enough. I always say something enough because I don't feel like I'm enough. Or maybe I feel like I'm too much. So I need to rein in the enough part. But that is the insecurities. Now, we pick these up through things like other people speaking to us. We pick them up from our own interpretation, like insecurity says in the definition. But whatever we do, we carry them with us, and they're heavy. Dan, are you okay? Getting a bit sore. No, that's okay. have got a while yet. So they're heavy, and you're, he's blocking his view. And do you think Dan can fulfill the call of God carrying all of these boxes? Celia doesn't. No one else no one else chimed in. No, no, we can't. Okay, Dan, the call of God on your life right now is to do five star jumps without dropping the boxes. Star jumps include your arms, all right. Go on. Here we go. They have like candles in them and stuff, like my possessions. Anyway, please pick them all back up. You're still carrying the weight of insecurity on you. Gosh, what's he doing? Anyway, perhaps you carry similar or maybe these insecurities around with you. For example, for body image, you can sit down actually, Dan, if you want. I'd, yeah, it's all right. I don't want to make you do Give a round of applause for Dan, lovely. <laughs> did great. I don't want my candles to break, so I'll leave it be. Perhaps your insecurity is your body image. Now, can I just tell you that nowhere in the Bible does it, does it describe a person physically. All it says is strong, beautiful. It just uses adjectives, describing words. Nowhere does it describe someone like she was a tall blonde with long legs and Persian skin. All of this, I'm not describing myself, but Perhaps this is something that you carry when where we should be getting our security from doesn't describe us like that. It doesn't once say that she looked a certain way apart from that she was beautiful, that her beauty was noticed or that his strength was noticeable. When it, the Bible, when it describes people, it doesn't describe them physically like the world does. So that one's done. Lovely. Perhaps your insecurity is being 
enough or being oh, <laughs> just move a lot uh, perhaps your insecurity is being enough being too much something enough or enough something like perhaps you carry this around with you because you were told that you were too much when you were little or perhaps you carry it around with you because you're worried that you'll never be like the person on the stage when the bible says through christ i can do all things with jesus you are enough with jesus this box does not hold anything over your life with jesus you are not you are more than enough but not too much don't worry i'm not saying you're too much to handle Perhaps your next insecurity is that you think you are ugly. In the world today, we compare ourselves like never before. We look at people constantly and think, well, they're better than me. Well, they have this. Like earlier, Elena said she's the tall one. Tall's often described as better. I wouldn't agree, but that's because I'm tall. But perhaps you carry this with you, that you're ugly. Someone told you at school that you were ugly. Or someone told you that you weren't good enough to be in a picture. Or you didn't feel like you fitted into a certain group or situation. Or when you've looked back at yourself, you thought, ugh, that is disgusting and I will never be in another picture again. Well, we were never called to carry this. This was never something that the God of creation bestowed onto you. This was never something that Jesus expected for you to carry. If you think you are ugly, the Bible tells us that you are a masterpiece. Not just a masterpiece, but the masterpiece. That God created you. You are the masterpiece. That you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That God has made everything beautiful in its time. Which means you are beautiful because you have been made in this time. There is nothing that you will find in the Bible that will call you ugly. And some, for some reason, we carry this with us. We carry it and we're like, oh, I can't get on stage because I have a weird smile. That's genuinely one of my biggest insecurities that I think I've got a weird smile. Where's that in the Bible? Jesus didn't say that to me. I've just carried it with me for years and taken it on when actually God looks at the heart, not at the face. So even if all of that I've just said, you're like, no, I'm still ugly. Well, God looks at your heart, not your face beautiful next one you are you're beautiful lovely next one intelligence this is one that I do struggle with because I'm not very clever I'm not very smart but that's okay because God can still use me and whether you are the smartest person in the room whether you are a bible scholar a mathematician a, a rocket scientist no matter what you are God will still use you whether you have no qualifications at all God can still use you. God used people in the Bible that had stutters, that had sinned, that weren't very clever or very smart, but he used them because they're vessels to be used. You've been put on this planet to be used. There is nothing that disqualifies you from being used. And lastly, age. I pick it up. It's got shoes in this one. Lovely shoes. Age. Now, you may be thinking, Bethan, stop it. Stop talking to me about age. You're like 21. Well, that could discount me. What experience do I have to be stood on this stage? I've not finished Bible college yet. I've not got qualifications yet, hopefully. And uh, what, what experience do I have to be stood on this stage? I'm only young, and people have said that. But the Bible says, do not let other people 
despise you because of your youth. No matter how young you are, you can be used. But equally, it says in Proverbs that wisdom is with the aged and understanding in the length of their days. We need both. We can't have one without the other. If it's just a church full of 21-year-olds, we'd be listening to who knows what and dancing whatever way we want. Sweets and chocolate would be strong, strong. Features, that's the word, features. And it wouldn't go very far. But equally, if you just had a church full of old people, who would you dance like at the front? So we need both. And it's important that we have both. Both are created and both are needed. So whether those were your insecurities or not, whichever your insecurity is, there is something in the Bible that will discount it. God knows your capabilities. And the thing is, these are real. These are real insecurities. These are true no feelings. These are real feelings. But feelings are real, but truth is realer. And that's not very good grammar, but I say it all the time. Feelings are real but truth is so much realer. There are days when I don't want to get out of bed. There are days when I look in the mirror and I think, you're the most disgusting human being on this planet. Just being real. But then I remember that I am a masterpiece, that I am created in the image of an incredible God who has created the whole world, who when I look at nature, when I look at incredible skyscrapers or buildings, whatever you think is beautiful, when I look at those things, I need to remember that God views me higher than them. That the dogs that I love, little salami, I've got a little sausage dog, she's beautiful. The dogs that I love, God views me higher than her. And I think she's stunning, you know what I mean? She's a beautiful dog, but God views me higher than that. God knows what you can and what you can't do. Amy Carmichael, I couldn't do this without mentioning a woman. Amy Carmichael is a beautiful woman. Here she is. Come on, up the women. What a woman. And uh, she woke up, she was born with beautiful brown eyes. And she would wake up every single day and pray for blue or green eyes. For 18 years, she prayed for blue or for green eyes because she didn't like her brown eyes she thought they made her really ugly and all of her friends had blue or green eyes so she woke up every single day and said lord please please change the color of my eyes please please but he never did and when she was 18 she went on a missions trip to india with her church and she felt called by god to stay there so she stayed and they left her behind nowadays that'd be like a massive safeguarding issue like we've left someone behind what but she stayed behind and she felt the call of god to rescue children so how she did it is she dyed her skin with coffee granules and she put on a disguise and she went and bought children that were being sold in, into either sex slavery or trafficking or um, like organ trafficking. That's massive in India. And so she went and bought these children and saved them and set them free. And the only way she was able to do that is because she had brown eyes. If she'd have had blue or green, they'd have turned her away and said, no, who are you? You're not authentic. You're not real. But because she looked Indian, because she looked like she fit in, because God had created her with the purpose of saving children, she was able to do it. Don't despise your own insecurities because they could be used by God to save children. 
Maybe you think that you're ugly or your body image or that your age or whatever it is, is holding you back. But the truth is, if she'd have allowed her eyes to hold her back, she would have never saved those children. If you allow your insecurities to hold you back, well, what miracles are you stopping? Whose miracles are you stopping? Because it wasn't her miracle that she saved. She saved the children. It was their miracle. In our life, we're called to do so much more than feel insecure. As you go into your new school year or new job or maybe just new season of your life, remember this, that your insecurities don't hold you, that there is truth in the Bible, that feelings are real, but truth is realer. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. In other words, be anxious for nothing, pray about everything, and be thankful for anything. Give your insecurities to God, because they were never yours to hold or to carry. As Dan demonstrated, he couldn't fulfill what I had asked him to do because he was carrying something that was never meant to be carried. So I'm just going to invite Elena up to pray for the kids as they go into their next school year. But remember that these insecurities are not from God, that they are not of God, and that you are so much more than those words. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this message from New Life in North Lincolnshire. To find out more, do visit us online at newlifechurch.uk or why not pay us a visit? We'd love to see you.